In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You are advised that any view expressed by the host or their guest are not necessarily the views of the owners or management of Toginet Radio, Togi Entertainment, or the Owners Group, Inc. Girlfriend, here is your show. Girlfriended, your chance to connect with other women, especially the woman that is most overlooked, yourself. Girlfriended is all about helping you become self-aware, not self-involved. The aim is to provide information that relates to life, which leads to real connections and results in a desire to connect or care for those in need. The Girlfriended principle was born out of loss. Patty's mother was murdered, and Lisa lost her mother to cancer. This forged a bond between them that nothing could shake. And now the women want to help you in more ways than you can count every day. From the website, GirlfriendIt.com, and the movement, GirlfriendIt, here are Patty Wyatt and Lisa Jernigan on Toginet.com. Hey, are you dealing with a personality in your life that is driving you crazy? Basically, you're right, they're wrong, and they're also an idiot. I can't believe you just said that, because of course you are saying that with love and kindness and ultimate respect, right, Patty? Oh, absolutely. Well, welcome to Girlfriend It, a great place to connect and girlfriendify your life. We're Patty White and Lisa Jernigan. Okay, so what do you do when you have a, a person in your life who is kind of driving you crazy? I, I, not that it happens to anybody, but probably just us, but I think in our case, we are the ones that drive other people crazy. I know just this week, we're in the training right now to go to uh, a trip to Northeast Africa this fall, and so we're doing some team building, and there's about eight of us that are going, and so we're trying to learn each other's temperaments, and this week, we kind of did the temperament thing. We're understanding who we all are and how we're going to work together as a team, and we kind of realized a couple of things. Well, it was interesting because as we sat there and we went through some of our, our different temperaments and our personality. Um, one of the gals that was sitting there that's on the team said, okay, I just have to put it out there. You two are going to drive us all crazy. <laughs> and we really were shocked by this. We went, what? What do, you, what do you mean we would drive you crazy? And she goes, well, basically all of us here are very much um, in a more analytical state of mind. And you guys, so we're going to think inside the box. So you guys have the box completely open with the sides down. And if we come in there trying... And we're soaring above the box. (laughs) (laughs) If we come in there and we're trying to um, learn this language, you guys are going to try to come up with your own language that you can um, teach to the individuals there because you think it would be fun, this is a good way of uh, building the relationships, (laughs) and you're going to just start thinking completely different and it's going to drive us crazy. Well, and you know what was so sad is she was absolutely right because it's like, (laughs) how did you know we were thinking that? But you know what, it's, it's, it's going to be a fun show because today we have as our special guest Dr. John Trent, who is a respected author and speaker, and he is particularly recognized for the personality test that he created, which is based on the four animals, the lion, the otter, the golden retriever, and the beaver. And all this information is found in the book that he wrote, The Two Sides of Love, that he co-wrote with the relationship expert, Dr. Gary Smalley. Well, and I think he actually wrote a million more books. Right, and we're going to go into that more and talk more about all the different sides to Dr. John Trent. But for right now, because we're talking about the temperaments, and I know that we, it's interesting because this is so significant, because when you understand each other's temperament, it really helps you in communicating. Because so many times we communicate 
how we hear things or how we interpret things, and the other person it almost falls on deaf ears sometimes. Yes. So instead of me saying um, you're an idiot, I can say <laughs> I can say <laughs> <laughs> that you're golden retriever because your temperament is, and we'll go through a little bit more of that. But you're you're labeled as an otter golden retriever, which means the otter is highly playful, and um, if you're going to do a task, you usually want to have fun doing that. Exactly. Task. And the golden retriever is very fun loving. You're the peacemaker. And so instead of and saying... I, and I, I really value relationships. I like, I'm people-oriented, and I want to have, you know, those, and, and intimate friends in yes. my life. Well, a, a perfect example is one time we had to go see an attorney um, in starting our, our organization and creating our LLC. Um, we went there to, to this attorney, and you probably don't even remember this, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share some insight <laughs> on... Great. Because I, I didn't call you an idiot. <laughs> But so were, you, were you there, thinking it, though, in your head? Well, because I'm an otter, which I'm all about the play as well, but I'm also a lion, so I, I'm very task-oriented, and I, I want to get things done. And you're, you're more on a time schedule. Time matters more to you, where I'm more flexible and spontaneous. Yes. Yes. And so as we sat there, you decided to, um, you guys connected in a way that you knew the same individuals from high school, I think, all the way through, like, birth or something. <laughs> we were kindred spirits, as I recall. You decided to bring up every name that he might know, and he connected with you on every level, and you guys We had there, the best time talking. And you chatted, and all I could think about is that ching, 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 ching. We were not only was I very much aware of the time, but I was aware of the dollars. And I kept trying to get this slow thing a little faster and, and move the pace along. And you guys would have, I was like not even in the room. I was the you, No, we, you were. <laughs> and um, by the time we left, I, you know, I literally had to pray to just go, okay, just let this go. And um, what was interesting about that, in my mind, I was thinking, you know, we were like at the $700,000 range. And we didn't get billed at all. Because you connected with him, and apparently those relationships do matter because he decided that relationship was so significant to him <laughs> that he wasn't going to bill us. So it's just funny how um, if you take your temperaments and realize that every single temperament um, is significant and brings this little piece to the table. Well, you know what we found? Because we do work, work with a lot of women, and we work with a lot of teams and helping teams to kind of build and create harmony um, and, and learn about effective communication because we just have found that is, that is really pivotal and key to anything is how we hear things and how we deliver the message. Um, but one of the things that has been really helpful for us with the personalities of people because it doesn't have to be a personal attack. It is more, it's, okay, your temperament. So, like, in our case... Are you talking to me? I'm going to talk to you right me. now. <laughs> Lisa is talking to Patty right now with, with, with love and respect. But it, it is so funny because your lion, which is that strong personality type, when that kicks in, my golden retriever side kicks in because that's the opposite thing. Are we having a therapy session? We really are. <laughs> I, I'm revealing some things to you that I haven't said. <laughs> no, but it was interesting is because we will recognize going, okay, you're going lion on me right now, yeah. and my golden retriever is backing down. Yeah. And so it's not like, okay, you're offending me. It's more like, okay, this personality trait is emerging, and it's roaring right now. Yeah. Golden retriever has, has her tail between her legs right now and wants to go <laughs> sit in the corner. <laughs> well, I need a dog bone, a chocolate one. <laughs> um, and what's really neat is when you discover these temperaments, I know before I send an email, if it's like you say, um, I'm, I'm, you know, wounding someone, I will let you read it first and you will tone it down into a peacemaker position 
And it makes me laugh because I think, I, I don't even know if they know what we're saying now. By the time you finish the email, <laughs> it's like I like to put a nice bow on things, on the package. And so it's kind of like that good cop, bad cop. But it, it, but it is because we do have two different lenses that we come in, and it's important that we understand. And I need to understand from a lion. And one of the things I have learned from you that has really been helpful, it's, it's because of your temperament, that time thing, you value you, you be on time. Where I'm at, a minute or two is okay because it means I, I was taking time doing, you know, talking to somebody or whatever. And so to realize that that really does bother you, mm-hmm. I mean, you're really good about it. I always call you a tamed lion because you're not your typical lion that roars and eats people alive. You really are a very kind lion if that, if that, if that goes together. <laughs> but I do, under, and understanding that the lion temperament values time and you better, re, and respecting time. Mm-hmm. Where my temperament is like, oh, you know what? It's just, it's about the journey. Are we having fun? Okay, time can be to the side. So even understanding that, that, because even that can really um, hurt a friendship. Mm-hmm. And we see that in people's, like, you don't respect me and they can take it down the road. But just understanding that's a temperament thing. Yeah. Well, another thing that we have learned with, like you said, we meet with so many women and we have um, so many teams and just rallying others to do the remarkable is that we aren't very um, task-oriented or analytical. And I know that's such a shocker for our listeners out there because rarely do we give data <laughs> and graphs and all kinds of, yes, you know, information. We like think that. concepts and stories. Yes. And um, when we meet with these teams, we end up processing our ideas out loud, whereas they want statistics and information. So we have to really be conscientious to make sure we have the stats and the data in there for those that value that, and that's how they learn. So even understanding when you're going into a situation, you have to kind of be aware of all the different personality types that are sitting in a room. I know it's been interesting because sometimes when we've done our training and – you know, using this kind of understanding people and kind of evaluating and assessing the rooms. So like different different groups will have different personalities. Yes. Sometimes you'll be talking to a very analytical group, and you have to change the way that you communicate to them yes. because they're going to want more of the facts and the hardcore data and get right to the point. And you you think you know you want it fun and make training fun, and you'll look out over the room and and no one's laughing. And <laughs> <laughs> what you're saying, and you're going, okay, this is only funny to me. <laughs> And that's why we like each other, because we laugh at each other. <laughs> well, I remember one time we were talking about different temperaments and personalities, and uh, one of our teammates came up who was very analytical and said, I, I just have to tell you, this was like two minutes before the microphone you know, was on, and um, she said, I just have to tell you, these people want to know how to do this. They could care less about all these temperament, temperament and profilings and personalities. They want to know how to do this. So this is all just hogwash. And um, it was just funny because that's just one temperament to another temperament. I was able to step back and go, okay, this is coming from a beaver who's highly analytical and it's okay. Otherwise, it's that I'm right, you're wrong, and you're an idiot. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) And um, on that note, we want you to stay tuned because we do have a fabulous guest that's coming back. Dr. John Trent is president and founder of StrongFamilies.com, a ministry committed to building strong relationships in these stressful times. And he's his also his main focus includes writing and speaking at retreats, conferences, business settings, churches, etc. So basically, it's going to be such an honor to have to have Dr. Trent on our show. And we're excited. And you know what? We love quotes. 
And so I, as we go into the next time, I'll leave with this quote, the basic building block of good communication is the feeling that every human being is unique and value. And I think so many times we look at our own temperaments and we don't feel unique and valued. We feel like there's something wrong. And it's like, no, that's how you were wired. You are uniquely and wonderfully made by God, our creator. And we need to embrace our temperaments instead of fighting our temperaments. And I think that's going to be fun as we talk with Dr. Trent and just learning how to, how to maximize both. Well, you know that's why I keep you around, because you let me know how wonderful and <laughs> beautiful I am. You know, it's always like, will, always kind will. Kind of wasted on you at times, but no. Okay. Stay tuned. This is Girlfriended on Togginet. Don't forget to tell your friends to check it out on Girlfriended.com. It's time to discover it, connect it, propel it, Girlfriend it. And we'll be right back with more Girlfriended Radio right after these. Critical thinking in the real world. What does it take to get ahead and stay ahead of the curve in this ever-changing world around us? Critical thinking in the real world with Janet Hens. Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Central on Togginet. Starting November 4th, Janet Hens is a college instructor, speaker, writer, wife, and mother of three young children. She also has her Master's of Arts in writing from Johns Hopkins University. Janet began her career working for a congressman on Capitol Hill, then moved over to lobbying when he retired. It was through these jobs that she learned about the power of grassroots initiatives, media relations, and public speaking. And then she honed these skills when she became a college instructor. Today, she artfully balances work with full-time motherhood. In the show, Critical Thinking in the Real World, Janet will discuss hot topics and the critical thinking necessary to assess them. Her passion for education impacts her daily life and she'll share that in every show. Critical thinking in the real world with Janet Hens. Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Central starting November 4th on toginet.com. The Mommy Mentor with Phyllis Palmetta is on Toginet Tuesday mornings at 11 Eastern 10 a.m. Central. The Mommy Mentor is all about family, daily life struggles, saving money, weight loss, cooking, organizing, relationships, and a touch of inspiration and motivation. Phyllis ensures through the Mommy Mentor that moms have a voice, a shoulder, a friend. Phyllis is an amazing woman who has the ability to weather the storm with her pearls on and keep right on going. And the Mommy Mentor was born of that spirit because at any given moment, you might find yourself in need of support from someone who has been there. And Phyllis has definitely been there. With her husband and three kids, the struggles they faced, that's what the Mommy Mentor is all about. One mommy showing support for another mommy. Whether you're a seasoned veteran mommy or a brand new mommy, the Mommy Mentor is here to offer you support, share stories, connect on a spiritual level, and make new friends. Check out themommymentor.com. And then don't miss the show, The Mommy Mentor with Phyllis Palmetta. Tuesday mornings at 11 Eastern, 10 a.m. Central on toginet.com. Welcome back to Girlfriended Radio. A chance for you to let your hair down, curl up with a mug of whatever you love, and have some nice girl talk. It's Girlfriended, the radio show on toginet.com. And now back to the show with your hosts, Patty and Lisa. Welcome to Radio. We are all about rallying others to do the remarkable, and a significant element is learning how to work in teams, be it teams of two or teams of 20. We know that communication is critical, and working with others is essential, and we've got to get it right. And I, and I think 
Um, I know our listeners are also male, but predominantly we have females out there. And it seems like for the most part we have a tendency to um, maybe add a little gossip and a little cattiness as we're working in. No, <laughs> you think women do that? <laughs> I hadn't noticed. Uh-uh. And um, if we can change that culture, do you know how powerful it would be if women as teams came together and truly moved forward? I mean, we, we really could conquer the world. Well, and I like that saying that says, you know, a few thought, by Margaret Mead, a few thoughtful women can really change the world. Yeah. If we come together and using our influence. And so it goes back to completing each other rather than competing with each other. And that's where this personality and the communication really is important that we understand that and grasp that and not make out those personal attacks like we said on each other, but, uh, but give each other the freedom to be who they were created to be and use their personality without it annoying you. Because so many times we look at people that are different than us and we go, you're annoying. Yeah. Yeah. You never think that about me, do you? <laughs> I told you I keep you around because you tell me how wonderful I am. But um, we had suggested that we had Dr. Trent coming on the show. And um, right now we are going to have our guest, Susan Lannan. And um, Susan is a powerful woman who is... I love her. <laughs> Besides the fact that we love her. And because she has a lot of my, my qualities, you know, that she loves that relational thing. And so we can just sit there in the corner and talk all day. You guys are definitely... Yeah, we're kindred spirits. <laughs> kindred spirits. <laughs> But um, we have Susan on the, on the show next, and we have Dr. Trent on our next segment. So, Susan, we would love to just get into your head and ask you all kinds of questions. Um, but starting with some of the questions, we, we would like to start talking about the personality profiles that you um, work with in your office. So tell us a little bit about the name of your office and what you do there. Um, the name of our practice is Affiliated Pediatric Dentistry and Orthodontics. And we specialize in um, dentistry for children um, of all ages up to about, well, until about 18, and then orthodontics for um, children and adults. But we're a large practice. We have about um, 64 employees and five doctors. Wow. So you guys, um, you have to make it a little bit more of a fun atmosphere since you guys do focus on the pediatrics portion. Oh, absolutely. Um, keeping our energy high every day. In fact, we encourage each other. If we see somebody coming in kind of with their morning face, we offer to get them a cup of coffee if that's what they need. Um, <laughs> you know, we, we use the word tigger a lot around here. You know, <laughs> tigger. Bring out your in- inner tigger. <laughs> <laughs> well, you said so, something the other day that I thought was really interesting, talking about um, the economy that we've been in, that so many times people face so many hardships at home and they're not necessarily dealing with um, just, you know, Tigger in their own house and how people really love when they go into your office, how you have that, that feeling of they're, you know, welcomed and it's warm. So how do you how do, you do that? How, how do, do you create, create that environment? Well, we have a really special setup. Um, we... We have a really fun waiting area, for one, playhouses, treehouses, slides, fish, games, all of that. But really, it's the people that make the practice here. And um, with at our location, we have an, an elderly lady who sits at our front desk in the reception area, and everyone refers to her as Grandma Barb. <laughs> and it's just one of those real warm fuzzies she makes a point to make it's special out there while they wait for us to come in. 
And we all know as moms um, that if you love our children, um, we're going to love you. You know, they're going to they're going to love you back. Um, so Grandma Barb is our first personality out there that just says, you know, I your kids are important to us. It doesn't matter what you're going through. Right now is going to be a special time. If they're in our office for a half an hour or for two hours, the whole experience, our goal from person to person is that they're greeted with conversation and that they're number one when they're in the office. And we're going to give that best care that we can to those kids because, you know, we know that moms and dads treasure their kids in their hearts. And we just need to be sure that we honor that relationship. Well, you know what? You're saying a really important thing because I, so many times how many, do we, we go into offices and the person that's the, the front person, the, the first impression you have of the place is grumpy, whether it be a salesperson in a store or when you walk into an office. And I think so many times uh, companies miss that, that you need to put that grandma barb <laughs> out front because Grandma Barb is going to be the, one of the most important people because she's going to be people's first impression of your organization. And she's going to set the stage and set the tone, like you said, and make these women feel like my kids are loved. And so we do need to have the Grandma Barbs out front and with people. And so many people miss that, that key element. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. We had um, in our school system, it was Grandma Barbwire, I think. Um, <laughs> It was a little bit of the opposite of Grandma Barb. And um, I was even nervous to have to come in and, like, you know, drop off a lunch or a homework or something. And um, interesting enough, the principal did move her to a different area because it's just that is not the right place for that particular temperament. You know, right. perhaps putting her in an isolated room with filing caps or something was better <laughs> off for, you know, a temperament like an otter or whatever that would come in the room and, you know, want to play. So I right. do. I think that is so significant to be able to be so intentional with how you place people. Mm-hmm. And you think it's really important. A grandma barbed wire is bad, but she just needs to be at a different place. Yes. And so many times we right. see, like, everybody needs that temperament, too. Every successful company needs to have a variety. We need to be able to embrace each, each person's uniqueness and, but put them in the right place. Mm-hmm. So do you guys spend a lot of time on um, temperaments and teaching that within? I mean, that's a lot of employees to have to get along and be in the same you know, building for a long period of time. And a bunch of women. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You say that with a giggle. (laughs) (laughs) Well, because, you know, everybody is just really precious. But you're right. We have – it changed the the dynamics of our practice so much when we really started digging into personalities. And um, we used um, a personality compass. And it just takes that, that personal edge off of, you know, the person who might be handling a situation um, without that, they're handling it in their personality style, but we need to recognize how our parents, what their personality style is. And it takes education to be able to identify what, who you're talking to, what personality type you're talking to, so that then you can match that 
if you have an analytical person, man, that you need to spend a lot of time with them, giving them every detail. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have somebody who is just, you know, matter of fact, just give me that, give me all the facts. You just give them the broad strokes and this is when you need to be here and, you know, boom, that they're happy. You try and give them details and they're like, you know, I just need to go, you know? Yeah. So it's important. And then also with team member to team member, um, once they realize that, you know, somebody is very task-driven, they're very analytical, they know how to approach them when you're asking them to do something for them. Um, if somebody comes to me and they just want to be really harsh with a parent and they're asking for my opinion, I can take that personality, which in the compass is called north, and it's just very, um, it's, it's the lion. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to say, okay, you need to try to use a little more of the opposite personality. Be a little more rounded in all the personality types in order to um, grow in personally so mm-hmm. that you can be a, a more effective team player. Well, what are but you're not going to set that person, that, that north or that lion person, into a warm, fuzzy situation because that's just not them. Exactly. And I think understanding that is, is really important. I know that, you know, any time to, um, to keep the energy going and to keep the atmosphere positive, it, it requires ongoing creativity to, to, and team building and, and then encouragement. What does that look like in your place? Because it's like you just can't hire people once and say, this is what we expect, now go enjoy your job. It's like you have to continually be pouring into them and continually encourage them as a team so that they can do their job effectively and that flows out of them. So what are some things that you guys do there just to keep the harmony and the fun and and, and the encouragement going? Well, the doctors are very generous to us. So there is that, you know, that financial gain. But um, there is also just that personal, you know, it it doesn't take much to celebrate um, something that someone does well. And we even just print out you know, this paper award that says, I noticed you did something great today. And then we write a personal note on the back of that, and we present that to the person. And then their job is to catch somebody else doing something great. They write a personal note on it, and they present it to the next person. So as silly as that might seem, they just, they love it. And one time I bought those party favors, the gold medals, and... I just thought, you know, when I notice them doing something well, I'm going to give them a gold medal. And I thought they would just hang it on their computer screen, but they didn't. They wore them around their neck. (laughs) And so people would ask them all day long, what's that? Well, I did something great today, and they recognized me for it. Um, We also do fun days, you know, where we do crazy hair day or pajama day or we dress up for Halloween as princesses or whatever. We do different stuff like that, just to encourage team camaraderie. I love that, Susan. And um, we have about 10 seconds left, and we're going to come back and have Susan Lanham give us some more ideas on how to make the workplace, the atmosphere, the environment a fun place to go to work. But not only that, for your patients, be with us.
This is Girlfriended on Toginap. Don't forget to tell your friends to check it out on Girlfriended.com. It's time to discover it, connect it, propel it, Girlfriend it. And we'll be right back with more Girlfriend it Radio right after these. Are you going through a crisis? Do you have a tough question you want an answer to? This is your show. It's Brilliant Essence with Astrid Stromberg. Monday afternoons at 6, 5 Central on Toginet.com. Brilliant Essence speaks to the empowerment of women to find their highest power. Your host, Astrid Stromberg, channels answers to the toughest questions women ask of themselves. Issues ranging from divorce to gifted children to am I safe to fly to where's my soulmate, your life's mission, your lucky streak, and your highest self all come to life with Brilliant Essence. Astrid specializes in spirit communication and spirit life empowerment. She is the founder of Brilliant Essence and contributor to the book Living Our Soul Map. Unleashing the Warrior Goddess Within. For more information on Astrid and Brilliant Essence, go to BrilliantEssence.com. Giving you the power to be. It's Brilliant Essence with Astrid Stromberg. Monday afternoons at 6, 5 Central, part of the Her Insight Network on Toginet.com. Get a jump on what your preschool kids need to know with Let's Get Ready for Kindergarten from Stacy Cannonberg. A mom told me this is the book I've been looking for. This book gives me all the information I need about what my kids need to know. And a private school admissions director said this is exactly what we test on. Google it, get it, and get ahead. Let's Get Ready for Kindergarten. Applauded and approved by parents and educators. Let's Get Ready for Kindergarten is a state-approved teaching tool. On sale now, in stores, or online at cedarvalleypublishing.com. Welcome back to Girlfriended Radio. A chance for you to let your hair down, curl up with a mug of whatever you love, and have some nice girl talk. It's Girlfriended, the radio show on toginet.com. And now back to the show with your hosts, Patty and Lisa. Hey, we have Susan Lanham um, still on the line. And Susan, we just want to hear what would be two tips that you can say to others that are working with um, like you said, you know, anywhere from 60 to 100 people in the same building that you would give them a tip on how to get along with each other? Ooh, um, first Put of all, I think, that you, <laughs> I think you just need to respect each other for your differences as well as what you have in common with them. And um, just to always be encouraging to each other and recognize the good that each person has to offer. I mean, we're in a care care-type giving business, and um, you know that their heart is, is true for people. So, Well, and I love that. And you, you mentioned earlier just about, like, uh, communicating in such a way, like for a lion temperament, that um, kind of like tame the lion and be more well-rounded in how you're, you're communi- communicating to someone. And um, there's a really cool quote that says, it's not that some people have willpower and some don't. It's that some people are ready to change and others are not. And, and so many times um, when we're around people, we think, you, you communicate the way I need to be communicated to rather than looking at it and go, maybe I can change my behavior and how I communicate to you. And, and, and like you said, that just comes from the respect issue. So we just want to thank you for being on the show today, and we look forward to hearing from you again sometime. So and thank you all those girlfriends. Hi there <laughs> at, your, at your office. We appreciate them. So, all right, I will. Thank you, ladies. Have well, a great coming time. up next, we are so privileged and honored to have Dr. John Trent, who is a best-selling and award-winning author. 
Dr. Twin has authored and co-authored more than a dozen award-winning and best-selling books, including the million-selling book, The Blessing. As of 2004, there are combined more than 2 million, did I say 2 million? 300,000 copies of all his adult and children's books in print in nine different languages. He's even been on Oprah Winfrey. Have you been on that? (laughs) No, I have not. I don't think we'll have that opportunity ever now. Well, Dr. Trent, it is an honor to have you on here, and welcome to Girlfriend at Radio. Well, thanks. It's an honor. And, uh, yeah, two million books. I just have lots of uh, relatives. That's what it is. So <laughs> that are buying those. Yeah. You must come from my family. That's <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I have to tell you, I kind of have a funny story. One of my, um, my older sisters, speaking of my, the two million family members that I have, uh, she was actually at your wedding. Apparently, her roommate's best friend is your wife. So somehow there's, there's a, stick there's degree, a connection stick of that. Yes, separation. Yes. <laughs> wow, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So we are so excited to have you on this uh, show this morning, Dr. Trent. And we have to start out with just asking you, how did you become so passionate about the different temperaments? Well, um, you know, you, you mentioned earlier a book called The Blessing, and uh, a lot of uh, what I do, um, you know, I was a doctoral student in search of a, uh, a doctoral topic you know, to write on, and working with couples and families, and I ran across this, uh, this, this thing um, that the, the blessing is really five things that, um, that really help uh, anybody, any any parent, really communicate unconditional love and acceptance to their kids, and that's things like meaningful touch, and you want to say it, you want to verbalize that you love them. But the third one was this thing where you attach high value to people. Well, you know, one way to do that is to, is to I was right in the middle of my doctoral program and taking a bunch of instruments, and there's a lot of great tools out there, you know. Um, but long story short, I was taking a um, class on parametric testing, which is how do you create tests and take them and administer them and things. And, and, uh, and so I came up with my own instrument where I use lions, otters, ducks, and beavers. And, uh, and, and of course, uh, everybody just went nuts and really liked it, except nobody wanted to be a duck. And, and so that's why I switched <laughs> to the lion, otter, golden retriever, and beaver, and then everybody wanted to be a golden retriever, which didn't make sense to me because ducks are real pretty and they mate for life and they're real. Uh, well, you they take care of their you young. Were a but, man, you know. <laughs> yeah, but nobody, nobody wanted to be a duck. So when I changed it to golden retriever, all of a sudden everybody's eyes would spark and they'd all go, "I want to be a golden retriever." So it, so that was how it came about. Was just trying to help uh, parents communicate to to their kids in particular. Now we use it with couples and stuff too, but. But uh, that, that's really how it all came about. Wow. Yeah, that's interesting. And you have, you've made it so simple, and you can remember it rather than, you know, saying a five-syllable word to just create an animal personality makes it, makes it fun as well. It's really good for those otters who are fun-loving to, to do the animals. <laughs> well, and, and you know what's interesting is we learn complex things through metaphor, uh, through picture, and if you really think about it, you know, uh, my twin brother is real smart. He's a beaver and um, and is a cancer, you know, guy, a uh, doctor, uh. and I don't know really what he does, but it's something hard. And the point is, is, is that, you know, they use all the time, to, you know, these really, uh, you know, they'll, they'll use 
terms that are really pictures. Uh, and, and so people tend to resist labels, but they'll come right up to the animals. So would it help to define what those animals are for folks? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Hello? Hi there. I think we had a technical oh. difficulty there for a moment. Oh, no, there we go. Okay, there we okay. go. I don't know what happened there. We're so, so riveted. We're it, hanging on to every word you said, so keep going. <laughs> well, I was going to say, would it, would it help to, um, to just define for folks that those, uh, what those animals are? Yes, that would be great, because we know them so well, but I, for those that don't and understand them, that would be great. Okay. Well, um, you know, the lions, let's say that, um, you know, since it's, you know, you, you know, it's mom radio, basically, uh, let's say that you have a child that's the lion child. They're the kids that are letting you live at home. You, you know what I mean? I mean, they're, they get into the twos. They just never, they never get out of the twos. You know, they're strong. Um, it, it's kind of like this. The two of you have kids, right? Yes. Okay. When your youngest child was, Three years old. Okay, um, uh-huh. could you could you tell if they were aggressive or more of that reflective? Take a step back. When you dropped them off somewhere, were they aggressive or were they real reflective? Well, I, go ahead. Yeah, I I have three and I have two that are aggressive and one reflective. Right. And, yeah. And then and then um, how about how about for, for, uh... Yeah, for, this is Lisa, and my youngest daughter at three, I could definitely tell that she's going to be an aggressive one, and she is a lion. Yeah, and that's what I'm getting. So here's what I'm trying to get at. About three years old is when you can begin to tell just how has God wired this kid, you know, mm-hmm. and, and this is with most instruments, but with ours as well. And you can just do simple things like that. So the lion is the aggressive um, take charge, they're a leader. When a kid comes over to play, they'll go, okay, great to have you here. Now let's go play this, you know. And when yeah, they mm-hmm. start kindergarten, when they start kindergarten, they're in charge of the class, right? You know, <laughs> uh, so, but they're great people and great leaders and they'll grow up and run their own company. It's just that as mm-hmm. a parent, um, they're the ones in high school that get energy arguing with you. So that's kind of, that's kind of a yes. challenge. So, yeah. And to a golden yeah. temperament like mine, it was, it was exhausting. Oh, it's exhausting because, uh-huh. you know, they, they get, uh, they engage with you, you know, and they walk away going, gosh, that was a good one and you're all disheveled, you know. So, yeah. but yeah. that's the, that's the lion. But then there's also the otters and otters love, like, there's you two guys to a degree because they just yak, 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 yak. They love to talk. <laughs> um, they know, otters know thousands of people. They just don't know anybody's name. Have, have you noticed that? You know, and they, <laughs> they, they start millions of things and, they're the kids when they're young, you know, where you start off on Saturday and you take them to a garage sale, which is kind of fun, and then you go to the park, and then they go to a birthday party, and now they're so tired in the afternoon, they fall asleep in the car seat, and as soon as you get them out of the car, out of the car seat, and you're thinking, well, now I'm going to get a break, what do they do? They just pop awake, and they're ready to go somewhere, you know? So they have all this energy, yeah, and, uh, and verbal, and so those are the otters. And then the golden retrievers um, are the very sensitive, caring, nurturing. When they grow up, the golden retrievers buy 18 to 20 boxes of Girl Scout cookies. You, you know what I mean? And, uh, uh, and, and so they, because it's really hard to walk past that brownie with the Girl Scout cookies and say no, you know. Um, mm-hmm. But they're great, great kids. 
does anybody have a five-year-old ish? No. Either of you guys? Okay. No, but, my, uh, mine's eight, and she's an otter lion. Yeah. Oh, all right. Okay. Well, our 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 oldest daughter is an otter lion. What that means is is that she leads the way to the party, basically. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes. A lion otter, you know. But great um, way of that. Yeah, but the the golden retriever Laura, our youngest daughter, is a purebred golden retriever with papers, you know, and <laughs> she she would literally this is no kidding, I, this is the absolute truth. We're watching TV when she was five years old. She was in kindergarten, and she stands up right in the middle of the um, uh, TV program and, and goes ah, and starts to walk down the hall, real dramatic. So we'd see her walk, and I go, wait, come back here. Where are you going? And she comes up and she goes, well, Daddy. I just realized I did something wrong today at kindergarten, and I'm sending myself to time out. <laughs> you know, oh, well, golden retriever kids are so sensitive and sweet. They'll send themselves to time out. You have to go, okay, well, don't stay too long, you know. Well, well let me tell you, Carrie, our, our lion otter, you know, she sends you to time out, you know, and you better like it, you know. Um, and, and then, of course, there's the beavers, like my twin brother, and uh, and unfortunately, I'm an otter, and my twin brother. That means my room was my half of the room was a mess. His half of the room were twins. His half of the room was perfect. His shoes were lined up. The hangers would go the same way. Jeff actually had a sock drawer. You know, I had a sock room, um, <laughs> and uh, he, he would fold up his dirty clothes. This is even as a kid, he would fold up his dirty clothes and put them away. And uh, and of course, I would try to shoot him into the hamper from across the room and not make it. And and um, uh, so the beavers are the organized detail. And of course, what a shock! You know, Jeff's a cancer doctor, but who would you rather have operate on you? You know, me, an otter, or, or a beaver uh, doctor? Obviously, you'd want to. Yeah, uh, yeah, get in there and and take care of the cancer. Dr. Trent, we have about 30 seconds left, and then we're going to have you back on on our next segment. Can you give just um, one tip on how you can, um, you know, effectively communicate better to others? What's one thing you can work on? Well, you know, taking some time, and we'll talk about more of this uh, after after the break, um, but uh, understanding, becoming a student of your child is a tremendous way to decrease arguments and increase closeness. And we can talk about that when we come back. All right. Well, thank you. We have Dr. Trent. And if you stay tuned, he will come back and give us more information on how we can better affect... This is Girlfriended on Togginap. Don't forget to tell your friends to check it out on Girlfriended.com. It's time to discover it, connect it, propel it, Girlfriend it. And we'll be right back with more Girlfriended Radio right after these. Believe in your fairy tale to make your zing come true. I love it. Debbie Glickman and Deanna Cohen know it. Join these soul sisters Tuesday afternoons at 2, 1 Central, part of the Her Insight Network on Togginet.com. 
Believe in your fairy tale to make your zing come true. Showcases two sides. One, to help entrepreneurs showcase their products and tell their story of their happily ever after. And two, to interview people who have realized their own fairy tale and doing something to benefit others. This show is here to help folks who have an idea and want to get it off the ground, as well as to inspire people to make the world a better place by doing something extraordinary or out of the box to help others. Both of these entrepreneurs have their own businesses and websites. With more information on their passions and successes, first for Debbie, FairyTaleWishesInc.com. And for Diana, TheNextBigZing.com. Believe in your fairy tale to make your zing come true. With the Soul Sisters, Debbie Glickman and Diana Cohen. Tuesday afternoons at 2, 1 p.m. Central. Part of the Her Insight Network on Toginet.com. Celebrate Green is coming to Toginet, Wednesdays at noon central time, starting November 4th. The mother-daughter team of Lynn and Corey will have you going green and loving it in no time at all. As heard on Martha Stewart and Disney Radio and seen blogging for HGTV, Lynn Caldwell and Corey Caldwell-Lipsum are unapologetic evangelists for greening every aspect of life, especially holidays and celebrations. Based on their book, Celebrate Green, they're putting the meaning in the greening with their simple, fun, eco-friendly, affordable ideas. From their start with green Halloween to tips, tricks, ideas, and projects for every holiday, you'll love Celebrate Green. You can check them out online, too, at CelebrateGreen.net and GreenHalloween.org for more information, the newsletter, the blogs, places to shop, cool extras, and so much more. So get ready to Celebrate Green, the radio show with Lynn and Corey, Wednesdays at noon central time, starting November 4th on Toginet.com. Welcome back to Girlfriended Radio, a chance for you to let your hair down, curl up with a mug of whatever you love, and have some nice girl talk. It's Girlfriended, the radio show on toginet.com. And now back to the show with your hosts, Patty and Lisa. Welcome back. We are talking with Dr. John Trent today, and there's too much to tell you again about what he, he's accomplished and what he is doing. But as we were going into the break, we asked him, what is one tip that you could share to help, help people effectively communicate to others. And I loved your answer, Dr. Trent. You said, well, in the case of a parent, become a student of your child. And I think that, you know, it applies to anything. Become a student of your spouse or of your friend or of your team and really understand them. And so I, that is a, such a great tip that we don't think about becoming students of people. And um, so yeah. we wanted you to just kind of keep talking because we're, we're riveted over here, listening to you well, explain these comments. Yeah, and can I give you a quick example of why that's so important as a mom? Um, yes. Is I, I was working with, I just left uh, um, meeting with somebody, and uh, uh, he's a real estate guy, and his wife is a real estate person as well, okay? Well, bottom line is is that um, uh, the, the lady, I mean, she's very strong, and she has a child that's a golden retriever, She's a beaver lion. That means what? That means there's a right way and it's my way, okay? Yeah. <laughs> well, um, it's, so what she would do is, is she would take this golden retriever child, and when the kid got home from school, this is last year, she would sit there and take an egg timer and turn it and say, okay, now we need to get going. we got soccer coming up and we've got this. So you've got 20 minutes to get your homework done. Now ready, set, go, and she'd set the egg timer. Now if you have a lion child, or an otter child, that's great. That can, you know, that can work if you understand, you know, if you right. explain it to them. And, but when you take a golden retriever child and you put them under massive time pressure, do they speed up or do they slow down? 
they'll, they'll so tend to be deflated. Yeah. Oh yeah, they just because they don't want to let shut you down. down. We go in a hole. They, exactly, because <laughs> you don't want to let teacher down. You don't want to let your your mom down in this case. But you also not sure if you really understand the instructions. But you've got to speed up. But that goes against kind of who. And, and so she would come in after 15 minutes and she only have three problems done and she'd roar at her like a lion and, and you're, you're defying me, you know, and, and guess what helped was when she began to realize who is this unique creature that, that has been placed in our home and they're different than I am. And so she began to sit with her, take away the egg timer, make sure she understood the process, bring her in a cookie halfway through, it was it would it just transformed their relationship once she you know took some time to understand well who am I as a person but then also um, you know who is this kid mm-hmm and that is so important to really understand because you it's like you know I have two kids Patty has three and each one of our kids has has totally different temperaments and you have to relate to them and communicate them and even discipline them differently and if we well, don't take, it, you said to become no. a student of our child we will totally miscommunicate, and it'll be it'll be chaos. No, I'm I'm 100 percent with you. And and do do all three of and all, do both of your do, do your kids look alike? No, mine don't. No, mine don't okay. either. Well, our two kids. I mean, they look like you know we not that they're twins because of height, uh, but if they were sitting down, you'd think because one of them's taller than the other. But if they if they if you if you didn't have them stand there, you'd think, wow, they're out of the same cookie cutter. But they're from different planets, you know. <laughs> and, um, yeah, and so I think it's so important that you know you, you think well they look alike, so they're going to mm-hmm. act alike. Well, they're well from the from the same home. Um, and, and so, again, it's not about unfairness. Well, you're treating one of them differently. Well, that's part of wisdom, you know. Mm-hmm. Is you, don't treat, you don't treat every player, on a, if you're a coach, if you're a really good coach, is you don't treat every player. Now, the tasks may be, you know, similar, um, but one thing motivates a player. You know, this one, another one motivates them over here. And so I think it's just so important to take the time. And even for you guys to have this discussion, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, you know, um, Dr. Trent, I read your book, um, Leading from Your Strengths, and uh-huh. I really like how you do that with putting your teams together and how significant, how important it is to do the, the temperament testing and kind of, you know, look at the, the profiling of your personalities because we truly cannot effectively communicate with each other unless we know how to communicate. So. How, how would you move forward um, on discussing that, on how you're putting teams together and what type of training or what, would, what yeah. book would you have them read? The if two you're sides just... of love. Yeah, the two sides of love is the book that's the one with the uh, uh, lion, otter, retriever, and the treasure tree is kind of the kid's version of that, which is a really cool uh, book. Um, but... Um, but the the, uh, um, the leading from your strengths really is for teams. And um, here's a real quick thing: uh, whether or not they ever get the book, uh, here's a great thing to do with a team: is is just there's four main areas that every team will struggle with. You ready? Now these are the yeah. same four, by the way, with a parent. Um, uh, that the, but um, the four things the teams struggle with is number one is how do we deal with problems. And remember I said, well, do you move, you know, it's kind of like a baseball team. You've got infielders and outfielders, 
You know, mm-hmm. well, infield, infielders move towards problems. Outfielders, they, they take a step back because they have to use calculation. And, and if you think about it in a, in a business or a team, you know, half your team or people, when a problem comes up, boom, when do they want to solve it? Right now. You know, well, who's the person sitting next to them? Well, probably somebody that steps away from the mm-hmm. problem. See what I mean? And what, yeah, what yeah. but if you, if you don't, if you don't value the, some, you know, can you solve every problem on your team aggressively? Well, no. I mean, now, you can, but should you? And that's because not every problem, if you take a complex problem and you try to solve it aggressively, you can compound the problem. And, and so, yeah, so you need somebody that's reflective, that takes a step back. They, they're a different kind of you know, problem solvers. So that's what we mean by leading from your strengths. Start asking, well, what's the problem? And then if it's a firefighter, you know, quick, you know, we need to deal with this right now. Great. Let the lion do that. But if it's a really complex problem, then let the golden retrievers and the beavers, boy, they're really good at seeing what's the implications in the long term and the this and the that. And when you can start getting people to realize that their opposite has value that's where marriages come together. That's where uh, parents, you know, come together. That's where teams come together. And so that's the kind of thing that we do. We look at problems, how you deal with people, how you do deal with the pace of change, and and then how you deal with risk. So we got three P's and an R. I couldn't figure out a P for the <laughs> for the last one. But but how do you deal with problems? How do you deal with new people and new information? See what I mean? Are you trusting or more skeptical? How do you deal with decisions? Are you fast or slow? And uh, and then how do you deal with risk? You enjoy risk and create risk, <laughs> or are you more no? I want rules and stuff. So um, I wish you could so be that- here in the studio and look at Lisa's face when you were explaining that because I am definitely the firefighter, and um, <laughs> and she's she's all puffed up with a smile on her face, glaring at me. So um, yeah. <laughs> you can go well, ahead and. <laughs> yeah, well, you you need her like crazy. I mean, when the guest is late, <laughs> you know, and uh, uh, even though you're my new best friend, yeah, yeah. It, well, you need somebody that can jump in there, but then you also need somebody that's going to plan, you know. Um, uh, Yes. Dr. Tran? Use each other's. Yeah, oops, there you are. Okay. Okay. Well, I was just going to say, you guys are a great team because you can use each other's strengths, you know, so that's really cool. Well, you know, it's, it's been your, your uh, four animal analogy has been really, really helpful because Patty and I both share the otter part, but then she has the lion, I have the golden retriever. So, like you said, we've learned how to use our differences in situations that go, because there's sometimes I go, okay, I, I need you in this. I need you to be that lion because I, that peace-loving side of me and that conflict avoidance, I need that. And then sometimes we need, you know, the other side. And so it does work really well because we have enough similarity where we see things the same, but then we respond differently. And I think that's, like you said, becoming a student of people around you. I love that term that you use. And, yeah. and sometimes I think people can look at it and go, that's too much effort and energy. But it really can be energizing, and I think the, the benefits are profound if people would take the time to do that. 
Well, and you know, what's fun too is, you know, just, just the name of your show, you know, um, if you really think about it, sometimes our best friends are just like us, but a lot of times there's somebody that, um, like I have a good friend, uh, that, you know, is a lifelong, uh, friend, uh, named Doug Childress and, and, um, you know, Doug is such a beaver that it takes him two weeks to do anything spontaneous, okay? You know, um, he has to just plan everything out. Um, but he has helped me so much over the years to, you know, it's just we're different as night as day, but, but boy, you just, uh, when I have a tough decision, who do you pull up next to, you know, at the table and have coffee with? Well, it's it's somebody like that or that golden retriever that can analyze everything and, and because uh, if it was a quick decision, I would have already made it. <laughs> yes, yeah. yes. So, yeah. I have so, well, to tell you, um, my beaver sister just uh, called in to say it was your twin brother's wife. B was her roommate in college at U of A oh. Oh, in her okay, wedding. Cool. And, and I guess uh, D was in, they were bo- in both each other's weddings. So the beaver... Oh. Of- I got all that information incorrect, so she wanted to make sure she corrected well, me. Well, and I got to say, Patty's little temperament, she just went ADD on us because she just took a random leap. We're in the middle of the thing, and all of a sudden, she's back to that, which I love that. <laughs> but I, we, we thought, that's why we drive the beavers crazy, because we're like the yeah. birds. We, uh-huh. had, we had one minute left. I figured I had to get that in there and correct myself. So, that's great. We well, just want to thank you so much for being a part of the show, and we asked you before we went into the last break, what would be a tip? What could we have our listeners walk away with, maybe even like two great books that are out right now that would really help them in their team building? And your well, book. Yeah, sure. Your book yeah, is well, so. Yeah. Well, um, you know, there's a lot of great books on, on you know, um, on strengths uh, that are out there that, that um, you know, uh, can, can, can help people uh, you know, and, and there's great tools like the Myers-Briggs and the, you know, um, Curacy Temperament Sorter and all these things. But most of all, whatever you use, just get busy learning about others, and uh, and that can be a great way to help build strong teams. Thank great. you so much, Dr. Trent. It's been an honor. Hey, thank you. Thank you so much. Bye. Thank you for being a part of this special program, Girlfriend It. The show dedicated to the most important woman you know, yourself. It's the show to 